Ayurvedic medicine, as well as all the ancient and contemporary masters in health and wellness have taught us for centuries about the powerful benefits of apple cider vinegar. But what do we do when we want to take the ACV, but we don't want to expose our teeth to acids? Most people don't know this, but apple cider vinegar is an acid and prolonged exposure to acids can damage your teeth. So how do we get in the brain boosting, blood sugar stabilization, stamina, focused energy and healing powers of this ACV without ruining the enamel on our teeth? This is where it gets easy with our partner, Paleo Valley, creators of the apple cider vinegar complex taken easily in tablet form without busting your tooth enamel. Paleo Valley created the ACV complex to meet getting organic apple cider vinegar into your body easy, fast, and without having to tolerate the taste, you know, that kind of like, ugh. <laughs> have you ever done a shot of apple cider vinegar? I know a lot of people that literally just can't handle the taste. So this is all your organic turmeric, ginger, Ceylon cinnamon, and lemon on top of the organic apple cider vinegar combined with these superfoods. It's nature's way of saying you're welcome. ACV can stabilize blood sugar, promote weight loss, and improve protein absorption and digestion, as well as the big one, stopping heartburn symptoms. Heartburn symptoms are typically caused by too little stomach acid, not really too much. This apple cider vinegar complex makes getting this organic ACV into your body fast and easy and without having to choke on the taste of normal ACV. You can do this. Head over to wellnessforce.com forward slash paleo valley. Use the code Josh and get 15% off your apple cider vinegar complex. That's wellnessforce.com forward slash paleo valley. Use the code Josh to get 15% off your ACV complex. Hey, it's Josh, and this is a very special solo cast that was recorded live for thousands of listeners on the Wisdom app. Today's a really special podcast where you're going to learn about the six noble universal truths of purpose and also the seven pillars of wellness. Now, this podcast is for everyone, literally everyone, whether you're listening to the podcast for the first time or you've been listening since 2015. This is for anyone who wants to have a starting place and the core building blocks for creating a life that you can thrive in. I'm really excited to share this lecture with you. And please excuse the audio. We did the best we could to clean it and boost it the best we could. But you may notice if you're an audio aficionado like myself, that the audio is not normally like you'd hear on the podcast. So thank you for your understanding. And let's drop in right now for the six noble universal truths of purpose and the seven pillars of well-being in 2022 and beyond. Okay. Hello, everyone. If you are here for the very first time, if you're just hearing my voice, this is Josh Trent. I'm the CEO of Wellness Force Media. I'm the host of the Wellness Force podcast, and I'm so excited. I mean, goodness gracious, this app, what an incredible idea. What a beautiful stream of consciousness to have wisdom that is shared with the public on the go, anywhere you can be, anytime any place. It's beautiful. So this is Josh Trent. I'm the host of the Wellness Force podcast. And on that podcast, and really what we're going to talk about today on the Wisdom app is discovering physical and emotional intelligence. Now, at first audible, you might be like, physical and emotional intelligence? What exactly does that have to do with my life? Well, I'll tell you it's everything. In this talk today, I'm going to go over the six noble universal truths of purpose I'm also going to go over my seven pillars of wellness. Now, six and seven is 13. If you are all about even numbers, odd numbers have wisdom too. So think about what it really means to be alive here on planet Earth. Wherever you're listening, wherever you are right now, 
feel your feet on the ground. I mean, let's just start here. A lot of what we talk about on the podcast and a lot of what you're going to learn today is these building blocks, these fundamentals of what wellness actually is, which I think is totally different than what society and especially advertising tells us that media actually is. So as we go into this truth today, as you fully inhabit your body, start by placing your feet on the ground. If you can, maybe be outside right now, wherever you are, take off your shoes, feel your bare feet on the ground. Feel your bare feet on the ground. Here's why. When we connect to the earth, we complete the circuit. It's called a voltage potential. We complete the circuit from our feet to the ground because there's a positive negative current that flows from earth to us and back. Everyone can feel the feet on the ground aspect when they are a human being in nature. But you know, you can get this no matter where you are. So start there. Now let's take three clearing deep breaths. Give yourself this treat. Give yourself this gift today of taking three deep breaths so you can actually be and fully inhabit your body. We're going to inhale through the nose. We're going to exhale through the mouth. And I want you to imagine a balloon. You know, when you're at a party as a little little child, you have those huge party balloons. Imagine there's a party balloon inside of your belly. And on the back side of your belly button, there is a balloon that's going to fill. So as you inhale through your nose, fill that balloon. Let it go. Two more, just like that. Fill the balloon behind your belly button. Wiggle your toes, wiggle your shoulders, relax your face, relax your jaw. Inhale through your nose, fill the balloon behind your belly button. Hold your hand on your heart. Place your left hand on your heart. Place your right hand on your stomach. Take one more clearing breath. Fill the balloon behind your belly button. And let it go. As we ground in together, as we connect together, if you want to join me on the talk, please join me. If you have questions about mental health, about wellness, about truth, about these building blocks that we're going to dive very deep into today, raise your hand. Use the application to ask me a question or even to join in for the talk. Let's begin. When we talk about truth, there is subjective truth and there is objective truth. And we know from both ancient and contemporary masters that ancient truth is really the guiding light for all contemporary. And why is that? Because in the objection world, we see things from 30,000 feet. We see things from the observer, the person who's watching us. The watcher knows that we are a soul. We're a soul inhabiting a physical form here on planet Earth. And so with that knowledge, with that truth, can we start to unwind the, the compression, really, that we all feel from depression and anxiety? Now, the only way we can do that is to take stock of our awareness, to take an emotional inventory. And the best way to do this, as we go into today, the seven pillars of wellness the six universal truths of purpose that are all noble. So you're going to get a lot of value and you may get stuck in the mind. You may get stuck in the intellectual mind. That's why we cleared and that's why we dropped in together. But grab yourself a journal or make a note in your phone or something. The best way to do is a, is a journal. In the awareness process, whatever is causing you pain, whatever is causing you drama, whatever is making you feel unwell, you first have to start with exactly where you are. It's written on the temple at the Apollo. Know thyself. Know thyself. 
So when you know thyself, that means that you're committed to knowing how you change over time. And so as we begin the process of knowing ourselves, grab yourself a journal, grab a pen, put a line down the center of that journal, or simply have two blank pages on the right and on the left. On the left side of your journal, you're going to write down 10 things just as a marker, 10 things that are causing me pain, that are causing me stress, that are causing me unwellness. On the right side of that paper or of that journal, you're going to write 10 things that I am truly, capital T, truly grateful for. And you begin your process. And maybe you're filling it out as you listen to this talk today when we're discovering this physical and emotional intelligence. We know that from a physical intelligence standpoint, you can get blood tests, you can get postural assessments, you can look at yourself in the mirror and see how much you love yourself, see what you really believe about you. But on the emotional side, these things, these things can be really hard to quantify. And so as begin, as we begin the quantification process of what it really means to be emotional, we first must accept that we have emotions, we have feelings, we are human, we are not fucking robots. <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing. So on that right side of the paper, you're going to go ahead and write down 10 things that you are truly grateful for. And don't tick the boxes here, my friend. Don't tick the boxes, right? Don't write, I'm grateful for oatmeal. I mean, unless you really, really are. If you're grateful for oatmeal, then write it down. Gratitude is something that you give yourself on a continuous basis that brings you back home. It brings you back to your center. It creates homeostasis in your cells. That's what this emotional inventory practice is, is all about. Now, after you're on the left side, you've written down 10 things that really cause you pain, really cause you stress. Maybe it's relationship, maybe it's finance, maybe it's a career that you're ready to let go of, but you just haven't figured out how to cultivate the courage to do so. Give yourself grace. As you write down the 10 things on the left that are causing you the most stress, the most pain, the most discomfort, notice if you are looking at this from the objective view, from the watcher, from 30,000 feet, or if you unfortunately have fallen into a shame spiral, a shame spiral where as you go through this emotional inventory process, you're actually frustrated with yourself. You're judging yourself as you do this process. Take a big breath. Let it go. And love yourself through this process too. Because inventory is really a starting place. Whether it's Mel Robbins or Tony Robbins or Tom Bilyeu or, or anyone in the space of development of self. Everyone begins with the process of self-awareness. So as you complete this exercise, 10 things on the left that are causing me the most pain, 10 things on the right that I'm truly grateful for. At the end of this process, the magic and the bridge between knowing and doing exists right here. This is circle the one on the left that's causing you the absolute most pain and circle the one on the right that you are truly, truly grateful for. Now this is potent. We've had thousands of students, thousands of people in the wellness force community complete this exercise with profound results. And at first glance, you might be like, well, this is really simple, Josh. This is really simple. Should I really be doing this? Notice that that's not the watcher. <laughs> that is the subjective self. The subjective self, whenever we go through self-awareness, is always trying to hide. The ego always tries to hide because the ego wants to be right. And we're not here to demonize the ego or to disassociate from the ego. Well, maybe if you're in a plant medicine ceremony. <laughs> Maybe anybody can relate to that. Let me know. But really the, the purpose of this exercise is to find a starting place. This is a map for your personal growth and it starts with a simple page on a journal. So now that you've done the exercise, 
You've circled the one on the left. You've circled the one on the right. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where your accountability starts to click. This is where your life actually changes. You call someone. You reach out to someone. You jump on a wisdom talk. You text a friend. You work with a coach. You do something that pulls you out of what is known as the default mode network. The default mode network is our prefrontal cortex, our posterior cingulate, and our amygdala. This is an ancient structure in the brain that is always trying to protect us. It is the thing that is hyperactive, most active when we're at rest. But you and I both know all the good things, all the juicy things, all the love happens when we're in a present moment. When we're in a present moment, that's where all the beauty exists. That's where all the love exists. And that's where your soul can really express itself. Now, because of capital T trauma, lowercase t trauma, what happens to us is we become a conditioned bundle of nerves in life. And as we operate from that conditioning, from that bundle of nerves, we're essentially a computer with a chip that has too many zeros and not enough ones. And so as you complete this exercise, and before we get into the six noble universal truths of purpose, and before we dive into the seven pillars that I believe create true wellness in life, take a breath, take this inventory. Once you do that, everything good comes from there. When you reach out to a friend, when you ask for accountability, this is exactly how you do it. You say, hey, friend, hey, Josh, hey, Frank, hey, Susan, I did an inventory today and I'm really excited about the changes I'm making in my life. Can I share them with you? This is the key. You ask for permission because when you ask somebody for permission, that allows them to show you who they really are. And unfortunately, many of our close friends and sometimes family members, they sabotage us and they don't do it consciously. It's just that their ego is attached to your ego being a certain way, not growing, not expanding. And that's okay too. And so as you dive into this process for yourself, make sure that you choose someone that gives you permission to share. That is the ultimate, ultimate truth of it is safe. If it's not safe, then share with someone else. Share with someone else. And then you ask them for accountability. You ask them for support. And in that process, as simple as it may sound, you will change your life. This is not spiritual placation. This is not spiritual bypassing. This is not me trying to reductionize your healing. This is me taking you through a practice that I have done hundreds of times myself and thousands and thousands of students across the world at wellnessforce.com and our Wellness Force global community have done. And I'll tell you the results are profound because, again, the temple at the Apollo says it all know thyself, know thyself. So from that place, hold your hand on your heart, hold this in your psyche, hold this in your being. What is the thing you are truly without bullshit most grateful for? Because that is going to give you the power to change that thing. Maybe it's a, a baby boy, baby girl. Maybe it's your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Maybe it's just you with such a powerful soul that you promised yourself you would not leave planet earth until you fulfilled your purpose. You know what I mean? Hold on to that. Because when push comes to shove, and when your ego puts up a fight for you to actually change the one thing that you circled that is causing you the most pain, you're going to need that gratitude. You're going to need that fuel to help you along the way. And that is where we begin. We begin in a place of no judgment. We begin in a place of total acceptance of exactly where you are on the journey, whether it's shame, whether it's guilt, 
whether it's jealousy, that's okay. Because it's there whether you take inventory of it or not. And so after the inventory comes the recognized feelings in your body, the normal emotions that we all feel as human beings. And this is where we begin the six noble truths of purpose. These are universal truths. And so as you listen to this, maybe close your eyes. Obviously, if you're in the car, don't close your eyes. <laughs> but wherever you are, our first purpose of noble truth is to focus on healing and expanding. As we focus on living and expressing your life's purpose well, by stacking your sleep, your water, your breathing, your nutrition, your money intelligence, your personal growth, and your connection to God. And by the way, I don't think God's a bearded dude in the sky. I think God is an omnipresent force that always has been and always will be. Trust that whatever is truly blocking you and operating beneath the surface, outside your awareness, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, when you focus on healing and expanding, this block, this blockage that we feel, it'll start to rise. It'll start to be addressed with your love and your healing attention. So that first building block, that first noble universal truth that we all feel is to literally and figuratively, energetically, and with every cell in your being, focus on healing and expanding. And just let that be enough for this moment. Number two is calibrate your compass. Calibrate your compass. You know, all teachers that live their life's purpose that are seeking to help you, guide you on yours, including myself, we all have inherited human imperfections and we should all approach them with an open heart. And this is the key, cautious awareness. Cautious awareness. Accept and be at peace that you will have many teachers on your path, but it is your loving responsibility to calibrate your own compass. The wounded healer, the hero's journey, every single teacher that has ever lived, they have all been in a continuous process of calibrating their compass. And that is exactly what you can do every single day with the emotional inventory process that we just took. If you find yourself kind of spinning in the mind right now, take another deep breath. Our third purpose of the universal truths is to honor the mystery. Purpose number three, honor the mystery. The human mind wants to make everything either right or wrong, beginning, middle, and end. But everything is not always that simple. Can you relate? Yes, there are universal things that cause you pain, yet it takes radical discernment and a continuous sharpening of intuition to see beyond just right and wrong. One of my favorite quotes is from Rumi. He said that beyond right and wrong, there is a field. I'll meet you there. And feel into that. When you were a little boy, a little girl, you were playing in the playground. You were being held by your grandmother or your grandfather, your father, your mother, someone that really, really took care of you and trusted you. You didn't know what it was. You didn't exactly know what love was, but you sure did know how to honor it. You sure did know how to be held when you were young. And so there is a field that Rumi talks about. There's a field beyond right and wrong where we all can meet, but the ego isn't always welcome. The ego isn't always going to direct you to that field. You have to honor the mystery to direct yourself to the field itself. And number four, be brave. This is the big one. When you're brave, you have the courage. You have the courage to ask God for permission to be capital B, capital E, and live your dreams. And most importantly, cultivate the bravery to stand in the ego's path 
And this is the big one. Give your ego love and security. I'm not here to demonize the ego. I am not here to say that the ego is wrong. Actually, I feel like the ego is our biggest amigo. The ego is always trying to direct us towards what we need to heal, towards our triggers, towards the things that bother us. And so number four, be brave. Have the courage to ask God, not some bearded dude in the sky. I mean, whatever God you connect with. Maybe it's the God of nature. Maybe it's the God of water. I'm not here to say that there is one God. I'm here to say that we are God. Now that might trigger you, especially if you had a Catholic or a Christian upbringing. But we know that in Isaiah 45, 7, it is spoken that I, the Lord, create dark and light. I, the Lord, create good and evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. So why is that? Why is the scripture telling us, and again, I'm not uh, of Christian faith, but I do think there's valuable nuggets in the Bible. Why in Isaiah 45, 7, are we being told that dark and light, good and evil is God? Well, it's because all is God. A phenomenal resource for this is wellnessforce.com forward slash all is God. It was almost a four hour series with a mentor and a friend, Paul Check, where we unpacked the incredible layers of God, of omnipresence. So number four, be brave. Have the courage to connect with higher intelligence to live your dreams, to cultivate the bravery. Because my friend, you cannot cultivate courage and bravery without God. It's just not possible. In order to meet the demands of the ego, you are going to have to give it love and security. And in order to do that, you must be brave. Number five is self-loyalty. Self-loyalty, loyalty to thyself, know thyself, love thyself, hold thyself. You must gather the evidence that you're loved, you're supported, and you're on the right path. Choose to honor your heart and soul and what they are both asking you for regardless of anything that may try to disconnect you from that inner voice. And you must do this. You must accept that every teacher will bring you closer to yourself, either by contrast or by resonance of the teacher's projections on your dream and your purpose. When you're loyal to thyself, that means that you have the courage to gather the evidence, to apply the learning, and most importantly, most importantly, which we always talk about on the Wellness Force podcast, how to embody what you've learned. We all have fallen into this trap of getting the certifications, getting the PhDs, getting the degrees. A lot of that stuff is etymology and a construct of the human mind that allows us to feel comfortable in a world that has no really comfort, no real safety, except for the comfort and the safety that we create. And so this number five of our six noble universal truths of purpose, gather the evidence that you are loved, you are supported, that you are on the right path. Choose to honor your heart and soul and accept that the teachers, even myself, everyone that brings you wisdom to be closer to you, they're doing it by contrast or they're doing it by resonance. And it's from their projections, their beliefs about your dream. I believe that it's been said that even the most highly ascended masters in the world still had projections, still had egoic projections. So you cultivate, much like a samurai would sharpen a samurai sword over time, you sharpen your sword over time so that your intuition is sharp and your intuition cuts like a razor through all the bullshit, through all your parents' conditioning, through all of society's conditioning, through all of the media's conditioning, through all, through all the thought forms that came in when you were young 
and that told you that you weren't good enough and that you should abandon yourself. You and I both know they're all bullshit. They're all bullshit. We feel that on some level. We're all waking up. We've been in a dynamic awakening process ever since the pandemic started, ever since CB19. And in our last pillar, beyond loyalty, this is the crux. This is the keystone, and it's self-love. Self-love, love of oneself, it's forgotten at childhood. It's written in the Logos, which is a religious text. We all drink from the river of forgetfulness. We forget that we love ourselves in childhood or adolescence when trauma happens. And as you know, trauma can be capital T, physical, sexual, very, very hard things that happen. It can also be lowercase t. It can be neglect. It can be a non-holding space. It can be a space where you don't feel safe by your parents. Now, they do the best they can, and this isn't about judging our parents, but capital T trauma and lowercase t trauma, on a scale of weight, they can both be very similar at times. And so as you really love yourself, which is not a light switch, by the way. Self-love is not a light switch, and it never will be. Self-love is something that you embody over time. You embody this over time. So accept and surrender to the process of self-love, the unfolding, and the knowledge that it will be challenging beyond measure, and it also will be worth it beyond your wildest dreams, beyond your wildest dreams. Remember that love of oneself is forgotten at childhood or in adolescence when our capital T or lowercase t, t trauma happens for us. And you notice I said for us, because a lot of times it's easy for a human with a default mo mode network, with a brain that operates uh, from voltage potential, because we're all computers, right? We're, we're in a meat suit. We're a soul inhabiting a meat suit on a rock in the middle of outer space, <laughs> which I find fascinating. But what happens is we were actually brought here. We were brought here to learn how to love ourselves, to garner wisdom from all these incredible challenges that we experience in the world. And so as a review of these six noble universal truths of purpose, you can find these at wellnessforce.com forward slash universal truths. Number one, focus on healing and expanding. Number two, calibrate your compass. Number three, honor the mystery. Number four, be brave. Number five, self-loyalty. Number six, self-love. Take a deep breath. Feel what resonated and leave the rest. That's how you sharpen your intuition anyways. Many of the students we have in the Breathe Breath and Wellness program, you can find that at breathwork.io. It's a three-week program. It's a 21-day program, and we use it. We use this art and science of breath to clear our stress. Many of the students that write in, they say, wow, this is the first time in my life I've ever been able to meditate. So if you have trouble with meditation, probably the, the best place to start is through the breath. I know it has been for me. So as we round out, the first part of our session today. Love yourself. Be loyal to self. Be brave to self. Honor the mystery. Calibrate your compass. And no matter what, be committed to the continuous emotional inventory every month, maybe every week for a while that we did in the beginning of this talk. And focus on healing and expanding. Focus on healing and expanding. If you're curious more about your relationship with spirit, go to wellnessforce.com forward slash all is God. That'll help you a lot on your journey. 
So wherever you are now, take stock. How are you feeling? What sensations are you experiencing in your body? What thoughts are you having in your mind? Are you checking Facebook right now? Are you checking Instagram as you're with me on the app? If so, you've already lost. You've already left the six noble universal truths of purpose because you've left yourself. You're not present with us here. Let's move into phase two. Phase two, I've created an acronym and the acronym is BREATHE. And this, I believe, is the seven pillars of how to have true wellness, how to have true well-being in this world. And we talk about this in the Breathe, Breath, and Wellness program. And the acronym B stands for beliefs and core memory. Beliefs and core memory. The R stands for recovery, rest, and sleep. The E is exercise, breath, and movement. The A is actions, our behaviors from inspiration. The T is thoughts that serve my dream. And the H is habitual feelings. The last one, which really is the one that society and commerce, and especially big food, tries to steal from us, and that is eating, hydration, and nutrients. Think about this, my friend. The human body is designed to discharge 70% of its toxins through breath work, through breathing. If your breathing is not operating at peak efficiency, then you are not ridding yourself of toxins properly. And so if we know that the bridge of breath is what connects the conscious and unconscious mind, well, then the Latin word in spiritus, you can connect with it. It simply means breathe, let go. It also contains the word for spirit. Together, in spiritus means to breathe in and be filled with spirit. Now think about that. If we're taking inventory of the B-R-E-A-T-H-E, beliefs, recovery, exercise, actions, thoughts, habitual feelings, eating, these are the things these are the things, these are the pillars that if we focus on these pillars every single day, we are going to have peace. It's only a matter of time because the peace within yourself is there now. There's just many layers of the onion that gets in the way. And you know what happens when you peel an onion? You're going to cry. <laughs> I mean, when you cut onions, you cry. When you peel the onions within yourself, you cry. Now, I am not here to demonize crying. Actually, it's the opposite. I think that crying is beautiful. I think that more men in the world need to cry. I think that more women in the world need to cry. I think more human beings must cry. Because when we start to fill these seven pillars of wellness, these seven pillars of well-being in this BREATHE acronym, whatever is blocking it, it is going to come up. And most likely, depending on how many chords connect to the capital T, the lowercase t trauma, these are the things that require your courage. These require your courage to change. So when we look at beliefs and core memory, obviously this isn't a masterclass and you can learn more at breathwork.io about this system. But beliefs and core memory, I want to give you a homework assignment. Go and watch the movie Inside Out. Inside Out. It is one of the most powerful films you will ever see. I kid you not. Yes, it's made for children, but it was also made for you and me. It was made for adults. In this movie, they talk about core memories. And you'll connect with this. Maybe this weekend, when you have some time with your spouse or your girlfriend or your partner, watch Inside Out. Watch the movie Inside Out. You will really understand how these core memories shape our beliefs and our beliefs shape our thoughts. Next is recovery, rest, and sleep. Here's another assignment for you. This week, I want you to have a nighttime ritual. Have a nighttime ritual. It could be candles. It could be a bath. It could be some cannabidiol. It could be some breath work. Promise yourself that this week, 
you will three times, three times this week, you will give yourself the gift of a nighttime ritual. And I promise you without a shadow of a doubt, and I'm a parent myself, by the way. So for all the parents out there, even when you have a child, you can create a ritual with your child. We have a five month old. Um, we take them in the bath. There's candles, there's music. We turn the lights down. That's the big one. When it comes to the R acronym and our breathe system, recovery, rest, and sleep, the most important thing is that you have consistency. So start with three. The rule of thirds applies here. Have a nighttime ritual. Moving on to E, exercise, breath, and movement. Obviously, you know that if you've heard the podcast, if you've done any of the breathwork practices at wellnessforce.com forward slash M21, we have a free wellness guide there for you. You'll learn how to do an introduction to breathing there. You'll also learn about our other five pillars that really, really help you. We're going to talk about some of those today. When you exercise and move and breathe, you move the energy in your body. Have you ever stood by a stream and you've seen all the twigs and leaves collect? That's what happens to you on a cellular level. When you stay still, when you're at the desk, when you don't give yourself three minutes to breathe or one minute to stretch or 30 seconds to just pull your arms back and make a rah sound, right? It's because we're in fear. We're in fear of people seeing us relax. We're in fear of yawning which is what all animals do in this world. We're in fear. Do not let fear block you from exercising, from breathing, and from moving. So your assignment for the E is just move. Just breathe. If you can breathe, you can choose. Breathe at your desk. Do your conscious breath work. You can get that at wellnessforce.com forward slash M21. The A acronym. This is our actions from inspiration. Now, this is a big one. There's action and there's inspired action. Right. I think it was Stephen Covey or Tony Robbins or someone that said, uh, ready, fire, aim. I don't agree with that. I think that's bullshit. I really do. I think we breathe, we aim, and we fire because we're inspired to do so. Taking massive action doesn't matter if you're rowing the boat up the hill, if you're rowing the boat in the wrong direction. So your assignment for the A acronym is to complete the emotional inventory, complete the emotional inventory we talked about at the beginning of this wisdom talk and let that be your guide. Let that be your guide. Moving on to the T, this is thoughts, thoughts that serve my dream. We know that we are not our thoughts. It's easy to intellectualize that, but are you actually taking time to notice what your thoughts truly are? Again, if you have trouble meditating, breath work is the perfect place to start. When you're starting with breath, you're more centered. You turn down the volume of that default mode network that we've spoken about, the, the PFC, the posterior cingulate, the amygdala, these ancient structures in the brain that really, they're not always working for us because we're not in that world that they were designed for. Those ancient structures were designed when you and I were like living in caves, being in nature, <laughs> being healthy, all these things, but they're not designed at a cubicle, but we can harness them to do so. So when you start taking inventory of the thoughts that you're experiencing, you can start to let go of those thoughts. Now, how do you do this? You're like, Josh, whatever. How do I do this? Notice that that's the subjective truth. <laughs> that is not the objective truth. The, object, the objective truth is you and I here noticing our thoughts. Noticing our thoughts. That's truly what this is. Do my thoughts serve my dream? Do I have an understanding of what my dream actually is? A lot of the students in our Wellness Force Global program and our online community, we talk about how to serve your dream, how to create your dream, first of all, and then 
how to gather the resources and tools and people that, that support it. So today, make that your assignment for the team. Make an emotional inventory of your thoughts. Do my thoughts really serve my dream? H is habitual feelings. Habitual feelings. Think about ways that you always feel and notice your feelings, right? Feelings and emotions. Energy and motion is emotion. Feelings is what you experience from that emotion. So if I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling whatever I'm feeling, I'm not those feelings. Those feelings are just a guidepost. Those feelings are a guidepost for me to either be in harmony and be in understanding with my ego, or those feelings are there to literally run my life on autopilot. <laughs> you ever see those little monkeys in Thailand where they're banging on drums? That's what our habitual feelings can be sometimes. And so if you struggle with this, if you struggle with habitual feelings, start again with the inventory. It's a powerful, simple practice that we talked about in the beginning, but when you go to it, when you actually do it, it'll change your life. And I really believe that. And I've seen that from thousands of people across the world that listen to the podcast and that have written to me. And last in the breathe acronym, we end with E. This is our eating. This is our hydration. This is our nutrients. When we eat well, when we eat whole foods, just think, oh, Josh, it's too complicated. No, it's actually really easy. Just eat things that don't have labels. And if they have labels, just make sure that the only ingredient on the label is the food that you're eating. Make sure your water is clean. I love the Berkey system. I love a lot of different systems, but that one's really powerful. You can go to wellnessforce.com forward slash store, shop everything in the store. You get like almost 40% off on some of these different nutrients and hydration and clean water filtration systems. So let's take another breath together. B-R-E-A-T-H-E. -E. Breathe. Take stock of your beliefs and core memory, of your recovery, rest, and sleep, of your exercise, breath, and movement, of your actions from inspiration, of your thoughts that serve your dream, of your habitual feelings, and of your eating, hydration, and nutrients. You know, there's nothing more powerful and natural than using breath work combined with these seven universal pillars and these are all included in the Breathe Breath and Wellness program at breathwork.io. I do not fear death anymore. I fear to not live fully. If I live fully, I am not into death. I'm living. And this is a quote from Wim Hof. I myself went through a tremendous experience this year before the birth of my son. I did a 10-day uh, vision quest in Northern Idaho. And I think really what makes the most difference and what moves the needle for all of us in life. Can we let go of the fear of death? Can we let go of the fear of the discomfort of what might happen when we do our emotional inventory, when we get down to the root, when we really understand who we actually are at a cellular level? That's when we really understand what love is. Because love doesn't fear death. Love just loves. And death is a continuation cycle. Death is an organic loop of the life-death process, which then connects to God. And as you know, all is God. It's been such a joy to connect with you today. Please, if you have questions, write to me, joshawellnessforce.com. If you love this wisdom app, if you have gotten value from this, please share it. And please go to wellnessforce.com forward slash M21 or breathwork.io. There's tools there for you. I believe in you. I believe in me. I believe in the love that connects us both. And it's been a joy and an honor to connect with you today. Thank you so much. 
This podcast is brought to you by our trusted friends at Organifi, the creators of the Organifi Gold, my number one turmeric lemon balm and superfood adaptogen bombshell that, trust me, will make you sleep like a baby. I know this because I use it on the regular. Not only is this one of my top sleep supplements I use personally, but also it helps my nervous system and my stomach calm down at the end of the day in the evenings especially if I've had a stressful day. I know you have those too because you're human. (laughs) And because we're human, the best thing to do is take loving care of the human body, starting with quality sleep, not just quantity. This is gonna allow you to have the highest quality of life possible. So if you've been struggling with sleep, give this superfood adaptogen powder, the Organifi Gold, a test drive for a special deal over at wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi. Pick up a 30-day supply, give it a test drive. If you don't like it, you can send it back, but no one's ever done that, (laughs) as far as I've heard. 20% off is the biggest discount you'll find over the entire internet. We're grandfathered in. These savings are for you. Head over to wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi and use the code wellnessforce. Share this with your friends, your family, and anyone who wants to drink the gold and sleep well.